listening to the Lucas Askew Experience. Now, here's your host, the one and only, Lucas Askew. Hello world! Welcome to Lucas Askew Experience. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Well, just kidding, we'll technically at the time of the recording, we are all always live, so I guess it fits. But today's podcast, I'm going 100% unedited. Yes, you heard it right. All the awkward pauses, all the times the words don't come out right, You're, you are getting it. You, the listener, consider this the Lucas Askew experience, raw and uncut. On today's show, I'll be joined in a little bit by a good friend of mine and someone I, I look look up to for the work he is doing and also his personal drive. He's an up-and-coming comic and improv talent. You can find him working as many open mic nights as possible in Southern California. His name is Kevin Peters, and he will be live in studio shortly. But first, we may not have any edits, but we still need to keep the microphone rolling and the guest welcome package funded. So here's a message from today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is brought to you by Snack Factory's Sriracha and Lime Pretzel Chips, the giant panda of pretzel snacks. Now, you may think all I do is go out and get food sponsors of snacks that I am addicted to eating. Well, that is partly true. However, I felt a duty to bring in bring this brand and snack offering to the limelight, specifically because they are in the midst of discontinuing the sriracha and lime flavor. To give you some history, Snack Factory has been around since 2004. Their goal? Reinvent the pretzel category. This is not a small feat by any stretch of the imagination. Soft-baked, fluffy pretzels are a staple of all mall food courts across North America. But Snack Factory wanted to take this airy baked goodness and make it more versatile, something that you could more easily take on the go and wouldn't weigh you down. Enter the pretzel chip. Lighter and more versatile than its older brother, the pretzel chip initially found it hard to make any inroads when competing against other snack-heavy weights like potato chips and popcorn. That did not deter the pretzel chip, As the rise for healthier snack options has caught wind in the past few years, so too have the sales for Snack Factory's original brainchild. Sales were so strong for the original flavor that they decided to spawn other offerings like sesame, buffalo wing, and sriracha lime. Now, I don't know about you, but I put sriracha sauce on anything that moves, so I was immediately drawn in. My first bite of the sriracha lime pretzel chip was an out-of-body experience. Not one to snack frequently, I proceeded to consume the whole bag. Last week, I was in at my local Safeway, and I tried to locate another bag. Much to my dismay, there were eight other kinds of chips available, but no sriracha lime. I thought, this was a simple mistake by one store, and I tried another Safeway. No dice. After going through seven more grocery stores, and drugstores for that matter, I came up empty-handed. I soon went on my computer and confirmed what I was seeing firsthand. Snack Factory is discontinuing the sriracha and lime flavor. This is why I'm here today, to plead to the powers that be at Snack Factory. Please, please reconsider your decision. This impacts some of your most dire customers, and more importantly, to the pretzel chip family. They're a tight-knit bunch, and losing old SNL, as it's lovely known, will be quite the blow. 
There are a few bags still remaining. So I implore you, LAE faithful, go on Amazon, go on jet.com, wherever you can find these and make a contribution. They can put these last few bags into good homes and show Snack Factory that the Sriracha and Lime story will live on forever. We're back. Wow, that was that was quite the read. Sorry, it. Uh, I, I'm passionate about passionate about sriracha and lime. Well, Kevin, so good for you to you to be here today. Thanks for thanks for coming in. Wow. I gotta say, you know what? It's really hard to listen to someone mispronounce the word bag that many times in a row. Canada, get it right. Hey. It's bag <laughs> like sheep, not big. We're not begging for anything. We are. Baby. We are begging. No, the reason that chip is going extinct is because people are begging for it, and no one likes a beggar. Beggars can't be choosers, so they can't choose their chips. If you had a bag, everybody could just go grab the bag they want, and it'd be good. You know what I'm saying? So I don't mean to be on a high horse, but no, I appreciate you being on your high horse and promptly coming off it to join us on on the show. Um, what what uh, what brings you to town? You know, it's uh, San Francisco is just one of my favorite cities, honestly. And then I think it was more, you know, Lucas, I've always really respected you for what you're doing here on the air. Well, thank you. you. Know, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. I mean, look, I'm out there just in these nightclubs and in these just garbage holes, just trying to make people laugh about dumb stuff, right? Just, just feeding the worst of the worst of this world, what they want. So, you know, and then you're over here, like, getting into people's lives and, you know, like, saving the potato chip bags while you big. And, you know, like, it's just, I'm a big admirer of what you do. But, a little hiccup. I uh, heard rumor that you're getting married. That is correct, actually. Yes. Uh, it's, it's not a rumor. It, uh, I, can, I can squash that rumor and confirm it is happening. August 12th, 2017. My heart exploded when I heard this. Why, why did it explode? I, I don't... For two reasons. One, because at heart, I'm a total just rom-com junkie. And anytime I see true love, hold me back! Ugh, gosh, like just my favorite rom-com, The Last of the Mohicans. I will find you! Wait, whoa, <sighs> where this uh, is a... A big deal for me. Where do you rate Hitch on the all-time list of rom-coms? Um, where does every guy learn to pick up his first girl? Exactly. Hitch. Alex Hitch. Excuse me. Yeah. Duh. Just 90-10 rule, baby. Yeah. It serves me every time. Yeah. I always go, uh, yeah, I always go 90, 90 times too hard. You, uh, that, that's fair enough, though. Sometimes, yeah. I feel sometimes, though, you need to... Maybe go a little 95. Well, what gone, I think is I like run 100. off 90 girls out of 100. Okay. But then I normally settle for 10 of the easiest pickings, you know. That, that, that's fine. It's the, the 90. I mean, it's the life of a comedian. What? What else can you do? Well, you have 90 terrible jokes, 10 okay jokes. So great segue into my next point, young man. So this is, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I've been in this business, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Well, you're barely... You can barely call it business. I, I owe them money, so... Well, you're still under under 30, so you haven't been doing it, unless you were in diapers up on stage. Yeah, I am on a 30 under 30 list. 30 days in jail while <laughs> under 30. So, public intoxication. 
it happens when you uh, end up paying a venue to do your show. But fair enough. That's uh, not my I'll, point. Also, I will want to say family friendly here. So just make sure. I know you're a comedic act. May uh, push the boundaries a little bit. Oh. Experience. We like we like to keep it classy. Just like a Canadian to stifle freedom of speech. Am I right? Gosh, if the NRA is out there, hit me up. Could use a new sponsor. So uh, the other side of it, right? I don't want to derail us here. But but no, enough of the joking. Like I know this is a serious podcast, so we're going to be serious here. But uh, Lucas, as a self-respecting comedian, the only reason you ever get married is when you have totally run out of comic material and you need to inject yourself in the most insane comedic experience of your life that will give you material hour after hour, minute after minute, second after second. Trust me, my first three marriages would prove that. F- fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we'll see. So this could be a turning point in your career is all I'm saying. Potentially. Like, the Lucas Assey experience might grow exponentially, uh, or it may be stifled. Think of how many Snapchats you can get of her, like, snoring, sleeping in on a Saturday morning, sent to her friends, always a big hit. That's true. I do like photos of candid uh, sleepy time, but we'll Okay, see. let's not get yeah. too personal. Okay, using words like sleepy time, but, you know, I was thinking more like, when her family realizes that, you know, you're not from America and you could be exported. Uh, exported? I'm, I'm one of the best imports to this country. Besides the sriracha lime chest. Might I tell you. Might I tell you. Uh, no, I'm, ex- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm really, I'm really glad to be here. I wanted to see you before you're married. And uh, I just love this city, man. It's a great city. Um, have, have you eaten... These pretzel chips, by the way. Have you, no. Do you uh, have some? I, I I have a bag out out, out back. You have a you have a yeah. A what? You you heard me right. A bag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna change my ways to appease to your your level of vocabulary. Yeah. Or lack thereof. But <laughs> we'll we'll move on from uh, pretzel chips. Um. So what? What's the biggest development uh, to happen in your life thus far? Boom. I, I come out with questions out of left field. We're, we're going the hard hitting right now. Biggest development. Of your lifetime. Um, I have to tell you, I did something the other day that I never, ever thought I would achieve in my entire life. Like, Lucas, in my wildest dreams, if you told me my whole life all the things I'm going to do, this is the last one that I would have ever believed would actually happen. Do you know what I mean? Have you ever had an experience like that? Uh, Well, maybe, maybe you've lived a, a longer life than me, but... Yeah, I think I've gotten to some of those levels. But... I don't know if you heard me 30 under 30, so... Okay. Yeah. Maybe but... more like 30 times 30, but... It works, yeah. whatever works. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was that experience? Like, take me through the emotion, and also tell me what that experience is. So, I like to walk down at Chrissy Field sometime. Have okay. you been down there? Over right, for those of you who aren't from San Francisco, exactly. it's right by the Golden, yeah. Golden yeah. Gate Bridge, yeah. right? Yeah, we, we can't just time boxes oh, i've got this yeah. i've got this okay. look i've i've had a lot of public speaking experience okay uh, it's on my linkedin it's on my linkedin go i got a linkedin the other day man fine. they told me i said comedians don't do linkedins it's yeah. all word of mouth well it's... you you haven't connected with me yet i'm a cloud evangelist i didn't say i know how to use linkedin i just said i'm on linkedin okay Fair i'm not 13 i'm not a whiz kid over here yeah um that's my money maker hey <laughs> Uh, for those listening on the phone, I did this to Kate as well. Um, these, you, of all people, should know that the microphone's a sensitive subject. 
I have to remove all barriers. I want the listening experience to be soothing to the you ears. You want Lucas Askew level. <laughs> oh, of course. I heard that. I, I, heard I, that. I want them hearing No, dude, I've got to tell you about this. I caught a seagull. I literally caught a seagull. Why would you, hey, why would you want to catch a seagull? And what did, did you free it out in the wild afterwards? I, we want to keep this family friendly, right? Yeah. Let's just say seagulls and I have not always gotten along since I was six and one pooped on my head at the beach. And it was very embarrassing for me. Two weeks ago, I'm walking home and on the side, actually, not this jacket that I'm currently wearing, another jacket off the side of a building, boom, drop. And it's not even, this wasn't even the white kind. I don't want to know. I, yeah. You know what? Take it. I don't want to know. If you could just keep it to yourself. Okay. So we have similar feelings about these seagulls, yes, right? Yes, yes. And um, I have to tell you, though, I'm a comedian, right? I never, I, never shoot, I never shoot out of my league. I only go for stuff I know I can get, right? I already told you, 90-10 rule. Go yeah. for the 10 at the bottom of the barrel, right? Yeah. That's a comedian thing. That's yeah. what you got to do. You know, nobody's got time to work hard and, like, you know, anyway. Well, so I don't, Actually, I don't even know if that is the mantra of a comedian. Comedians are one of the hardest workers that I know. That's actually... Well, we are, but we yeah. don't tell people that because we're humble. Fair enough. Right? Yeah. No, okay. it's not fun if we tell people that we're hard workers. They just want to think that we're naturally funnier than they are. Okay. Or they, don't, they won't pay us anymore. Kids will start working hard and stuff and being like us, you know? And they'll, they'll like you. You found out that we're hard workers... You got the secret, and now look, my job's on the line, right? But we're friends, so it's yeah, cool. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I was like, that seagull over there is giving me the stink eye, and I don't really have time for it. And so this this story is not going to take the way you think it's going to take. Okay. So bear with me here. Well, I, I'm actually predicting bear- like Home Alone style, where I think Home Alone Two, Lost in New York, oh. where. All I'm an original the, guy, but two's two's got some gnarly stuff in it. It does. Yeah. You know, it's still McCulkey in his prime. McCulkey. Poor guy. R.I.P. McCauley. R.I.P. Am I yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. For the I mean, most part. He's not dead, but he's kind of dead. You know. Yeah. Like instant, I don't know. Let's. Yeah. Move, move on. Go back to the pigeon. So, I'm just thinking, this pigeon is giving me the stink eye, and mm-hmm. I am just thinking, dude, come on, you don't want to mess with this. It's a Tuesday. You know, I don't have any gigs lined up. Like, I'm just out here trying to figure out what's next, you know. And you're going to look at me like that? You don't even pay taxes. I pay taxes. Like, okay. So anyway, uh, I'm skipping a couple stones his direction, trying to just scare him off. Mm -hmm. And then I realize this dude is a victim of pollution. I'm not making this up. He had like bar, like uh, not bar, bar, uh, like fishing line, like wrapped all around like his neck and his beak. And I was looking at this guy and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's over here giving me stink eye because he needs help. Okay. Wow. You're right. This and is, so this is, not this is I what I never about. thought would happen in the world. I cared about someone other than myself. That's what, that's what. And I, I reached out and I caught that seagull. And I got that fishing line off, and he's a free man, and he lived to go back to his mama. And I tell you, Lucas, I never thought I would do something that heroic, but I did it, and I'm a changed man. 
Do you... I'm not the same Kevin Peters I was when I started. Wow, that that definitely took a different turn. I was expecting a little bit more. And maybe it's... Do you view seagulls and pigeons in the same light? Mm-mm. No way. Pigeons are idiots. Okay. They don't. They don't. They don't know. They're just too dumb. Maybe. I, see, I, I lump them in. I, I consider really? them Why? one bird. Why? I don't know. I, I I find they're not adding a ton of value. Let's just lump them into the same thing. Yeah. But the difference is, seagull pigeons, pigeons are just dumb and they just get in the way. Seagulls are malicious. They're smart. Okay. And they prey on you. You don't agree? Ah, uh, I've never really looked at the intelligent level of a seagull. Intelligent? Is that like bag and bag intelligent intelligence or hey you know i can say whatever i want i mean it is your <laughs> it is your podcast right exactly so how's this podcast thing going i would say it's going pretty well but again i'm also a humble being there's a lot of room for improvement that's why i'm bringing you on i want some inspiration no 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 i don't know anything about the recording world so you're teaching me right now no we're, student teaching the mentor let's we're, we're, go we're just having conversation this is why I like the podcast as a medium. It's a, it's basically a blog jacked up three levels where you can utilize the power of verbose. Yes, verbose. I love it. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to just written form. You, you can get so much richer and deeper in conversation and learn more about people. But it's, all, it's, not, it's not all about the, the sappy stories. I, I enjoy comedy. That's why we're here. You know, we're here to make each other laugh. Oh, I know, man. That's why I listen to this podcast. Um, I'm just scared you're going to make me look as dumb as you made some of those other people look. That's whoa, all. whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I make, I make the, the story resonate from the people. I, I, we're not, I, all we're right, I, I have thing. a confession. I have a Kevin Peters confession. Okay. I just made that up because I was nervous. I've actually never listened to this podcast. Thank you for those that are listening, that are loyal <laughs> listeners. Uh, don't, you know, Ke- Kevin, you you are busy with your schedule. I understand. You know, you know. Actually, but Lucas, I have to. I least, have to tell at you. At least though, you're going to listen to this though. one. I have to tell you though, that's not entirely true. I've listened to your podcast again. Is this the Kevin? Listen, 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 two? listen, listen. Don't start begging me yet. Listen, I just haven't finished all of them yet. Because I have this real problem with narcolepsy that I don't tell a lot of people about. Okay. And I felt like this is as good a time as ever to get real. I would rather control this and it come from me than someone else hear about it first. And then who knows what the news is going to say. National Enquirer. We, I actually have one on my dinner table. They might uh, pick the story up. Uh, exactly. So I need you to bear with me here. This is a sensitive moment. Okay. It better be. I love your podcast like awesome brilliant you are the next big thing in my opinion my humble opinion but problem is if i'm not watching something i'm just listening the narcolepsy i don't know why it's a trigger and it knocks me out in five minutes i'm done so i've only gotten through five minutes of every one of your episodes (laughs) so what what like let's let's unpack this a little bit Mm -hmm. because maybe there are some listeners that are feeling this way. Yeah, this and is a, a lot of people suffer from this. Yeah, I am actually talking about not this specific subject, but something close in a future episode. So we're not, I'm not going to give all away my, my goods, but what what is the attraction of constantly being entertained and having some, a visual to, to tie you in and catch you in? Because I was, I'm getting to the point where 
I feel myself, we're not embracing boredom like we used to. The smartphone creation really has expedited this and more companies, your social media companies are exploiting this, not in a bad way, they're for-profit companies, so that's their job. But why do you feel that you are constantly having to entertain yourself and not embracing mm. boredom and embracing, I'm not saying that this podcast is boredom, it shouldn't be, but taking a Absolutely little more of a break. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really, it's a really insightful question. Um, I think it's a hard one. One part is, I think we've been, I think we've really been conditioned to, uh, to be that way, to be consumers, right? Mm-hmm. And we've been conditioned from the beginning with like the things that we buy and what's advertised to us. Okay. And then I think the, okay, so I'll tell you, I got a new iPhone, right? We were just talking about this earlier. Yeah. We had dinner, right? We got yes. some burritos and just being, God, loved burritos in San Francisco. It's so good to be here. Mm. So. Uh, I always add like seven pounds before my show, and then it, I always have to cut it 30 minutes short because, you know, I just can't stand that long with that extra weight. That's but, true. Um, or do you do that for a reason because if, if your material is bad, boom, I have a, I have a scapegoat. I have an excuse. If you, if you don't have that, it's really in your mind of why you're quitting. At least, that's true. At least you, you, know ha- what? you have a Here, reason. That's it. Okay. I'm going to let all you aspiring comedians in on a little secret. All okay. right? I'm getting, I'm, Another I'm getting up there. For, uh, for all those keeping track at, at home, this is confession number three. We'll see how high this total is this gets. Is number to. three? I thought what? this is number two. No, it's three. You went back to back. That's true. Mm-hmm. Back yeah. to back. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, what I was going to say is, you know, a big part of my success has not been, uh, has not been prepping material. A big part of my success has just been living a lot of life and getting up there and just telling people about it. You know, mm-hmm. and okay. just letting it come and let one thing lead to the next because a true comedian's mind, that's how it works. So anyway, I'm, I'm from the old school. Okay. I'm old school comedian. That's how we did it back in the day. And there's just, for me, it's the thrill of, is something going to come out good or is nothing going to come at all? And when something good comes out, then you're like, Woo! No. you know, so it's a rush. Yeah. I'm a thrill seeker, you know, yeah. being up on stage. I've, I've only been a couple times. But and I was there, and you killed it. Well, thank you. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, for all of those looking for a good time, uh, we're gonna start a we're gonna start a petition uh, for the the mayor of San Francisco to host a open mic with Lucas Askew on the stairs of City Hall. So, get on the website. Link will be in the bio after this, and sign up. You don't want to miss it. Well, thank thank you for that uh, shameless plug. No, I I, pre- I appreciate that, but. When I was up on stage, it was a lot of crafted material, and it was a, some some stories that I was sharing, but ultimately, I was manufacturing a lot of these jokes. And I don't know. I I think there's there are two schools of comedy. Were they manufacturing jokes? They were. They're about manufacturing. Yes, that's actually what gets the laughs these days. You know, kids are weird. Man. Just don't tell kids people. Are weird. Just don't tell people from the Midwest manufacturing jokes. Don't play there. Hey, to all the people in the Midwest, I love you guys. You're the best people in the world. Outside of my people in the South, roll tide. Sorry that. Okay. I don't know where yeah, that came I think, from, I think but... that came. Um, actually, do you? Do Just you, so you know, I'm you? also on that East Coast time schedule, so it's feeling real late right now. Good to be back in San Francisco, though. Am I right? Thank you. Uh, what is what is your favorite place to tour? 
actually, you don't really go on tour. You, you're a struggling comedian. But where is your favorite place to do a show? Did you just say I don't go on tour? I mean, you're ninety percent right. But remember the ninety ten rule. Sometimes we tour just to really. I love when we're going ninety ten rule because everyone knows the eighty twenty rule. That. But eighty twenty is for everybody else. Ninety ten is for the people who actually want to achieve. It's true. I, I, I think we need to change it. Maybe ninety five five rule. I think it rolls off the tongue a little bit better. Better thought. I think people are too jaded to these solid five block increments. Okay. Ninety three seven, like the lean turkey at Safeway. <laughs> that is because you look twice mm-hmm. when you see you know ninety eight. You know, or ninety two eight. You're like whatever, yeah. but when you see ninety three seven, you're like, dude, what? I feel seven percent. You're like, fat. why? Who did that? Like, why? Why does that? Why would you pick that number? Seven percent fat is is comfortable for me. I actually, if I would get seven percent of a negative element, yeah, I'm gonna take whatever the ninety three percent goodness. Yeah, all the time. Exactly, all the time. So let's go ninety three seven rule. So yeah, ninety three percent of the time I'm not touring. Seven percent of the time I go to the you know the bottom of the barrel, but. It's something, right? Mm-hmm. Something versus nothing. You, know, so you got to do what you got to do I, I, I when you're working your way up. Exactly. I'm, and I'm not, I'm not throwing stones at a glass house right here. You know, I'm, I'm just, just being real. Just being real with you right now. And speaking about being real, there's, there's a specific question that I wanted to ask you. you you've talked, obviously, a lot about your, your comedy act, but I know you're also intra, interested in improv. And mm. improv is all about mm. being able to take what's being thrown at you. So in, in a one minute stanza, give me your best sales pitch on the benefits of good dental hygiene. Good dental hygiene. You're not even kidding. I'm actually glad you brought this up because dental hygiene is one of those things that as a kid I hated. I was never the guy to brush my teeth. But more than that, flossing. Have you heard about flossing? Nobody flosses for fun. So uh, that's what I'm talking about here, right? So then I realized what it looks like when you don't have any teeth. Have you ever seen a 20-year-old with no teeth? Have you ever seen? No, because they can't get a job, and so you wouldn't see them. They live underground, and their life is very sad. And since then, I've been taking care of my teeth, baby. Wow. That went a direction, like the seagull story, in a direction I wasn't supposed to. And I wasn't responding, ladies and gentlemen, because I was giving you the sales pitch. You know, I, I didn't want to influence the overall setting. But you, you did a great job. I just wanted to keep it raw. For me, it's not a pitch. It's a life story. Fair enough. I share my experience because I want to help others. I'm not trying to capitalize off this. So you know how, I mean? how often would you say you floss on a daily basis? Now, probably four times a day. Really? Oh, it's almost a nervous habit. Yeah. Now, do you get like... I don't chew gum. Like... Wow. I really don't have any vices. But it's funny because now I'm just kind of like this health nut. And everybody's like, what? A comedian health nut? That's an oxymoron. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Well, you... I didn't say I take showers more, but I eat better and I take care of my teeth. You're giving yourself... That's the one thing I take care of. Better material. Yeah. Self-deprecating humor right there. Wow. Didn't even... See, I told you this this whole afternoon. This is why I want to do this. Student teaching the mentor. Hey, you know who's the mentor now? We're both students. We're both students. Who's the mentor now? Um, wow, I've I've never thought of dental hygiene like that. So, 
Continue to brush your teeth, but more importantly... Because your parents are right. It actually makes a difference. And it's not the brushing your teeth. It's the flossing. Because the whole point isn't about keeping your teeth clean. It's about stimulating your gums for healthy gums. Because when the gum health is good, the teeth stay in. That's the deal. It's the roots from the gum holding your teeth in. I'm not making this up. Google it. Fact check me right now. Let's go. Wow. I'm I'm, imp- I'm impressed. I, I'm impressed. Been there, done that, man. Okay. Fair enough. Ten years of braces. Like... You so don't even know. I had I had braces for three years. Oh, I bet you were cute. Ah, uh, cute might be an understatement oh. or an overstatement. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely not a right size statement. Did you get the ones you could change the colors every time? Oh, of course. Oh yeah. yeah. Like what were the what were your go to? Well, it was I was great. Wait, wait. Did you ever do the two colors on each one? Uh, I, I didn't go that crazy. Double dipping. I, but I tried that. So I, I, I was just... like during Canada Day. Red and white, Halloween, black and orange. So I, I was very. You're a big team player. Yeah, Christmas. Red Warriors and fan. Are you a Warriors fan? Well, now okay, maybe I, I watch them, but. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not just gonna just because I live here doesn't mean I'm just gonna adopt these so teams who, willy oh, nilly. Oh, well, who's your team? Uh, I believe they're called the Toronto Raptors. Canada's team. You know what? You could have picked a worse team. I I actually like the Raptors. We the North. Yes. The Raptors are pretty good, dude. Uh, sometimes Drake goes to their games. Drake goes to every winning team's games. Well, because he's a winner. All he does is win. He started from the bottom and now he's no, here. No, DJ Kali. That's all right. He did was That's win. right. All he does, I get him yeah. all. I, yeah. I, Drake was uh, at the bottom of the league. He was Leicester. He was City. literally in a wheelchair. Yes. He like literally was immobile. Like he literally could not mobilize himself. Degrassi. Is that right? Next generation. Am I right? Like he. Yeah. And great, great, somehow, great Canadian TV show. It's still around, by the way. Yeah, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. Many, I, it's, many on my, uh, it's on my many Cult Classics stars. list to go watch. You haven't seen an episode? I, like I said, it's on my Cult Classics. I haven't dug into that side of life yet. Oh, I'm getting there. Give me another five years. Uh, I think you should get on it. Because the the lessons that you learn in Degrassi... Like what? Name one. Name one that stuck with you. No. They, they were one of the first TV shows to get real on subjects. They would be talking like? about teen pregnancies. They'd be talking okay, about... Okay, well, I don't want my <laughs> teens thinking about pregnancy. Hey, this is... Real life happens in high school. They were talking real subjects. Bullying. Cyberbullying. One, cyberbullying wasn't a thing back then, but it is now, and it's not funny. And I can tell you, as a comedian trying to make it, I never, ever, ever thought Anybody could ever get under my skin. I'm used to being on stage and having people yelling at me all day. But some of the stuff people say on, like, my YouTube, what are they putting in the water these days? What are kids drinking? Well, what's it, what's going on? Well, when you I've pro- been shocked. Well, when you provide a medium where people can connect with you on a more individual basis and not, but still have a disconnection from you, that's the... The rise of the internet and rise of social media. Again, I'm mm. I'm precursing this amazing episode that's coming up, but it it connects you closer to your fans, but it also gives them the opportunity to really talk bad bad at you. And I, I think that's that's a problem where you. What, there, I have a question. There's no I have a question. Real question. Why do you think people have such a desire to like talk bad on other people? Why do we always need to put other people down? Because and why do we have such a this need to like be better than other people? Because it's a it's an easy way 
to build yourself up by bringing people down. I firmly believe... But does it actually build you up or does it just give you this false idea that you're... I, I would say it's a temporary high. It's like yeah. any any addiction that you have, it's a temporary high that you're getting when you push someone down and feel superior to that person. I think there. I think I actually know people that... That, yeah, that that really feel that way a lot. And it, it is sad, but it's... I think it it's become a inherent part. I mean, of look culture. at look at look at our jobs. Ninety three seven rule. Probably ninety three percent of what we do is at other people's expense. Well, true. Well, but difference is, we're doing it to be funny and laugh. These people online are just being mean. You know, uh, this is also my. I respect. Job. I respect a good roast. Like a good roast, I can take that. Like you're a budding comedian. Come on, let me mentor you. Fair enough. But we just don't need to be hateful over here. Mm-hmm. Come on, I'm already, I'm already, I'm already poor as it is. Like, please, <laughs> you make more money than me. Doesn't that validate you? Like, come on. Uh, well, thank you for putting yourself down and uh, making myself superior. But <laughs> you're welcome, man. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy, Lucas. <laughs> That's why they call hey, the Lucas Asking Experience. What's your style of influence over here? You have a sticker on your laptop that says "My Style of Influence" three five three five. It's a code word, actually. Yeah, is this your passcode for your laptop so you remember? <laughs> um, it, it does double as that, but it's actually a, a term to understand my level of influence. Each of these numbers corresponds with a different level of influence. Yeah. I don't remember them all, but I know <laughs> that this is my number. But I know <laughs> that that's my number. Hey, you know what? You don't have to know what it means as long as exactly. you know what it is. <laughs> so when you see another 3535, five, you just know. Yeah. You don't know why you guys are the same. You're just like, but, you just but it must be, it must work. You just know. Um, I told you this in the upfront before we started that at a random time, I would make you demonstrate your ability to improvise on the spot. You did a great job in the sales pitch, I must say. But can you do it with this as well? If I give you one word, putting a coherent story together. You ready? One word. Yeah. Let's go. Bears. Bears are my spirit animal. You don't even know, Lucas. Did you? Did you know this? No, I, I, I did not do. Wait, are you serious? You didn't I know did the bears are my spirit animal. You, but uh, on your IMDb page, it did not have spirit animal bears. Really? What type of bear? Grizzly. Okay. Grizzly bear. I'm uh, I'm from the southeast. Fair enough. The Appalachians. Okay. Uh, and those guys will tear you up. Did you see the revenant? Yes. How brutal. How absolutely terrifying was that? Extremely. Yeah, that's my spirit animal. So, big, fun, cuddly, you know. But if you mess with my cubs, I don't know what happens. It just, the switch flips, right? It, so, speaking about being bears. So, um, one time, last time I was in Lake Tahoe, you ever been out there? Uh, hmm. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm getting married. Wait, I heard, yeah, yeah, I heard you got something yeah. big coming up in yeah, Lake Tahoe, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah, so I've been there once or twice. Wow. So you're going to tell me a bear story there? Yeah. Okay, so, um, I, need, the last I need to time, watch out. Oh, yeah, the last time I was up there, uh, I'm out hiking by myself, right? Okay. I don't have banking bumps. How much time do I have to tell you this story? I'm, how many details should I go into? Uh, the ones that matter to the listeners most. So let's just say it's the middle of summer. Okay. I decided, like, I needed some time by myself. I'm going to go camp for a couple days by myself in Tahoe, unplug, turn my phone off. Okay. You know, get back to myself. Like, yeah. 
I remember those stories so I can get on stage and just improv it, right? Exactly. So uh, I'm out there and I'm walking and there's been a lot of signs up saying like, be careful of bears, like be sure you're taking the right precautions, like make a lot of noise on the trail, whatever. So I'm kind of aware. I'm also just like out in the middle of the woods by myself. Okay. I have no idea where I am. And I'm walking next to a creek, but it's super, there's just tons of bushes and everything because it's the summer. So everything's blooming. It's thick, right? You can't see anything. And yeah, I keep hearing like rustling, like something bigs in the bushes up ahead of me. And I'm stopped and I listen and I watch. It, there's, there's something up there. Okay. I don't know what it is, but it, but it, it stops. Mm-hmm. So when I stop, it stops. I'm like, all right, all right. So I keep going. And then I'm hearing it again, man, and, and I'm just, I'm like, okay, I can't deal with a bear. Like, if I run into a bear out here, I'm done, right? I'm Kevin Peters. I'm, I'm not Superman. I'm not, I'm not Leo DiCaprio over here. Like, I'll channel minor Leo DiCaprio, but he, that didn't work out for him well either. It's so, true. you know, he's, yeah, so... I'm doing this for like probably 20 minutes and then I just stop and I'm like you know what it's been 20 minutes of me feeling like I'm getting closer to whatever this thing is I I can't do this so I just turn around and I walk three miles back up to the lake I just hiked to and then wait and then had to like basically run six miles home to get home before sunset because I didn't want to face the bear oh my gosh because even though it was my spirit animal what I realized is no two strong personalities like that should ever have to confront each other in their natural habitat at the same time because someone's going to get territorial and it's a lose-lose because we're both beautiful creatures that need to have our space to live so that's my that's my most recent bear that's story. your most recent bear story yeah. okay were you is it a, i've also been to build a bear i can tell you that story but that's for another time <laughs> so growing up i was actually a i was fascinated with polar bears there's something about the Coca-Cola polar bears. The Coca-Cola polar bears. I used to cool. have a little beanie baby that was the mom and the baby, and they had little Coke bottles. Really? I'm not kidding you. Wow. Yeah, I'll Google it and show you right now. Wow, you're you're really pushing this Google machine. Significant. I gotta tell you something. Not trying to. I'm not. I'm not doing marketing. They're not paying me. They should. But I am so insanely curious. I spend probably. 93% of my day in Google just like what is this how do you do this where do you get this best thing ever instant information there was a podcast I'm I'm blanking on the name right now um, but I, I will send it to you and it was an individual who worked at Google for about a year and a half but he was fascinated by um, oh it was a Freakonomics uh, episode the title I can't quite say because it's not suitable on air but it was focused on Google data. The things that you would learn from an individual by their search history, it's, it's massive. It's the place where you go and tell, tell all. It, a survey is, is a place where I'm not going to answer exactly what I actually believe, but I'm going to search for something on Google that I wouldn't tell people about. So it's, it's a treasure trove Wait, of information. Why wouldn't you tell people about it? Because Is it, is it inappropriate? It's not or? necessarily inappropriate, but... I'm any question that comes up and pops up in my Here's head, a question for you. Boom. I'm when when it. people are talking about stuff around you and you don't know what they're talking about, does it make you feel inadequate 
and you don't want them to know that you don't know. And that's why you don't tell them when you Google. That's that's one of the reasons. No, be real with me. I'm asking you because I think a lot of people feel this way, but they think they're the only ones that feel that way. To me, it's not necessarily inadequate. I I want to build. But you want to be part of the. You want I want to be part, part of the, the team, conversation. Right? I want to actually feel involved. So I want to be informed. You didn't. You never want to come to a gathering and be the only person not knowing what people are talking about. That was Game of Thrones, my life. I didn't watch it. Everyone was talking about it. Exactly. And Lost, I... Game of Thrones. What else? Give me another one. Lost? Really? Come Dude, on. Yeah, I didn't watch yeah. Lost. Are you kidding? Yeah. Well, I didn't either, and I still don't. Because... Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, everybody okay. talks about well, it in college, I, I, and I was I like... I thought you were saying you succumbed to the pressure and watched. No, no, no. I was seasons. agreeing with you. I was okay. saying, like, in college, everybody was talking about Lost, and I was like, I don't know. I don't watch. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, I even like tried it a couple episodes, and I was just like, I, "This is I am I'm I'm, I don't, I'm hooked there, but I can't I can't spend like twenty thousand years like catching up on all these episodes, and I just I couldn't do it." Last three questions. Um, this is a new thing that I'm doing here. The last question, the last last questions, a staple, but this second one, or actually no. There's however many questions I feel are... Just, are just say it, man. We don't care how many questions. Just okay, I'll asking. tell you. Just start asking. You, Look, it's Kevin Peters here. We've been around each other for a long time. I know, but I, I feel like the aura of your presence is a little different right now. But neither here nor there. <laughs> you have a dinner reservation for four Ooh. coming up. Hypothetically, Ooh. who are you inviting to this dinner reservation? Well, I'd have to find three friends first. Living or dead? I want, I want to see what is going through your mind and what are the types of conversations Whoa. that you're looking for. Anybody. Anybody. Anyone. And this is not a leading question to say me because I would hope I'm not in your top four or top three. Oh, definitely not. Don't worry. Good. Yeah, don't sweat it. Good. Def- don't sweat it. Good. We're friends, but we're not there. Yeah. Mm. Good. Good. We'll never be there. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the way. Hey, I look like what it. you're wearing. Yeah, we'll never be there. That's true. I'm just kidding. Here we go. Um, But seriously. Um... So I can invite four or three? Three. Three. Oh, Unless oh. you don't want to come to your own dinner reservation. Oh. And that's fine. You'd rather make some at home. Oh, no. I want to go. I want to go. Hmm. Like, you could go philosophers if you want you know to have what? that conversation. You want to have other comedians that you want to get inspiration from. Yeah. It could be yeah. your mother because you are enjoy spending time with her. You know what? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say... Uh, I think one of the best comedians is Macklemore. Do you follow that guy on Snapchat? No. No. Obviously, you'd have no no good taste at all. Look at you. Uh, have you listened to this guy's music? Yes. He's all over the place. Yeah, of course. He's super deep. Yeah. He's super rowdy. He's talking about absolute nonsense. Like, the dude is more in touch with himself and, like, has the ability... To both be serious and take himself lightly than almost any other artist I know. So many artists are so about themselves, especially in like the hip hop scene. And like this dude's a total clown, right? So yeah, hundred okay. percent. I need influence, like Mac- how can I be Mac- more of a Mac- clown? Mac- getting a seat. Right? Okay. That'd be that'd be interesting. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Uh Crystalia. Of course. Easily. We went to, My we biggest went, comedian crush we of all yeah. time, Chris Leah. Yeah, you have a great blurry picture with him. Exactly. It's, it's, it's beautiful. You. Yeah, I wasn't wearing the contacts that day. <laughs> so uh, it looked good when I took it, and then it didn't look so great on Instagram later. My bad. 
Sorry. Thank you, Lucas, for dealing with it. I owe you. You're welcome. I'll get you a burrito. Okay. Deal. Mission burrito all day. Deal. All right. So we got two, right? We got Chris Macklemore, Scalia, we got Scalia, Macklemore. Okay. Who's uh Who's the quartet? Who's Who's filling out? Your foursome. And so this is going to be depending on the day here, right? Okay. So I'm going to throw something you probably didn't expect. Um, big music guy. Um, and it'll either go one of one, one of two ways. It's either going to be Chance the Rapper or Kendrick Lamar, depending on how I feel. Because, I don't know if you've studied it. Nope. Throwing both of those out. Kanye. Wow. My man, Mr. West. Okay. Because he's so misunderstood. But deep down... I want to return to a serious moment we had earlier in this podcast. So many of us out here aspiring to do big things, Mm -hmm. have so many thoughts in our head that we want to share with others, and we just don't know how to get them out there and connect. Do it. Keep going. Keep pushing. You'll be like Kanye. People are going to ridicule you. You're not going to know what's coming next. You're going to feel discouraged. But if you keep going, you're going to be one of the most revolutionary people that in 30 years, 100 years, 6,000 years, people are going to look back and be like, wow, that dude was the Einstein of his generation. Changed the game. So, those are some influences. Macklemore, Chris D'Elia, Kanye West, Kevin Peters. Wow. That's that's cool. that's the comedic generation. That's Those are the people that everyone can laugh at. That's true. Macklemore, wow, who is this guy? Chris D'Elia, wow, who is do, that guy? Do you want Kanye to be West? laughing all the way through dinner? You may not appreciate that. Oh, we won't be laughing all through dinner. Let's be honest. Think about it. Macklemore's going to start unloading about some deep stuff. Kanye's going to start unloading about some deep Birdman's stuff. Birdman's going to come in. Chris D'Elia is going to be over there trying to keep it light, and the other two are just going to pounce on him, like, obviously. And then he's going to open up about why he's got these two little, like, teacup Yorkies at his house. Like, it's going to be insane. I'm just going to sit there and watch these three go insane on each other. Last question. This is. I the, thought you said we had three. Well, you you went way too long. Yeah, it, it was time limit. It was a good answer, but it was a little, little long in the tooth. Last question. You, you kind of touched on some motivational stuff, but I like to ask my my guests what's one piece of advice you would give listeners out there. It could be something funny. It could be something very short and sweet. It could be remember to eat your vegetables. Anything. What's one thing that Kevin Peters wants to impart on these listeners? Let me tell you, the one thing Kevin Peters knows is never to be limited to one thing. So I'm going to give you two things. (laughs) Fair enough. One, don't judge a book by its cover. Just because you see a seagull doesn't mean that seagull wants to drop some poop on your head. Okay. Maybe he needs your help, and he's going to make himself vulnerable to a bigger, stronger person to take care of him. Be there for you. That's one. Two, Baby, embrace the inner grizzly bear and let it happen. That's what I got for you. Wow. Wow. Eat more burritos. Google.com. Tying it all back. Oh, by the way, and sriracha lime chips. Thank you. In a bag. Thank you to our sponsor, Snack Factory. Dude, Uh, Snack Factory all day. Sriracha and lime. I expect multiple dosages or shipments. Dosages. It's, it's, It's not a drug. Multiple shipments coming Sorry. to us. Yeah, coming this to is my a door. family-friendly audience. It so. is, but this stuff is addicting. Like I, I'm telling you, I've I do not like salty things, but eating these these chips, mm. like I hated pretzels my entire life. Oh, let's I, go get some pretzel chips. You got some, right? I do. Let I think let's let's end it right now and just uh, start 
I think I'm about that. Let's do it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Kevin, appreciate you coming on the Always, Always good to see it. Lucas Askew Experience! Until next time, folks, take care. Talk soon, and God bless.